Welcome. You've tuned in to Living the Miracle with hosts Michael and Raphael Tamura. You are meant to live a joy-filled life, and you most certainly can. In this program, you will learn simple yet powerful psychic tools to help you fulfill your soul's purpose in this world. Now, here are your hosts, Michael Tamura and Raphael Tamura. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamura. I am Raphael. And I'm Michael. The purpose for our show is to awaken souls, develop intuition, and fulfill purpose. Today, our topic of exploration is Miracles on the Road. We'll be talking about the kinds of miracles we might experience while we are driving or somehow traveling on the road in a variety of ways, by car, by truck, by motorcycle, by train, or whatever ways in which we may travel by road. We'll look at all kinds of miracles we might need while we're on the road, as well as how we might be able to have more miracles while on the road for whatever reason. Well, Michael and I have spent a good deal of time together, our time together, being on the road. Anytime I think of being on the road again, I can't help but hearing in my head Willie Nelson's huge country and western hit song from 1980, On the Road Again. On the Road Again. (laughs) (laughs) The song was released on his album, Honeysuckle Rose, written and produced for the film of the same title, in which Willie Nelson starred in a leading role for his very first time. Yeah, he was an on-the-road country singer. (laughs) (laughs) Strangely enough. Story has it that the executive producer of the movie asked Willie during a flight to write a song about life on the road that they can use as the theme song for the film. Willie quickly obliged by writing the song on the flight on the back of an air sickness bag that was in the seat pocket in front of him. Willie Nelson won the Grammy Award for Best Country Song as well as nominated for an Academy Award for Best Original Song for a Movie. You might call that a bit miraculous for a quick ditty scribbled on the back of what he called back then, a barf bag. (laughs) Yeah, we all did. (laughs) We all called it that. I think I used those once or twice myself. (laughs) Anything can happen while we're on the road. I've been on the road, of course, in a variety of cars, from a little compact car to big gas-guzzling SUVs, and from beat-up old pickup trucks to luxury RVs. I've traveled on the backs of motorcycles and on the front, being the driver, and I've bicycled many, 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 many miles. I've ridden in graffiti-covered transit buses and five-star tour buses. I've traveled on trains, subways, and monorails. And, of course, I've walked countless miles on many roads by myself, with my dogs, and with friends and family. So, yes, I've been on the road again and again and again. And I'm sure that you have, too, if you're older than two years old. You're now, we're now such a mobile society that probably many of us are on the road in some way more often than we're not. The more we spend on the road, the more time we spend on the road, of course, increases the chances that we have to deal with challenges that not only come with travel by road, but also just challenges that come with living in this wild and sometimes incredibly challenging world. When I was director of a psychic institute in Southern California in the late 1980s, I had a student who was with me one day, helping me around the office doing office work and just basically being a general good person to me (laughs) that day. And when she got up and got ready to go, I got a psychic hit that maybe she shouldn't go at all. And I was very concerned. You know, this was a psychic institute, and I did practice listening to my psychic impulses. And so what happened was is she she told me, oh, Raphael, I really do need to go. And she left, and I felt my heart sink. And then 
I moved on to whatever I was doing next. And next thing I knew, it was a week or so later, and I hadn't heard back from her in a while. In fact, I hadn't heard back from her uh, even when I tried to call her or anything. And finally, a few weeks later, I got a, a finally a call from her, and she said, Raphael, first off, I want you to know before I tell you what happened that day, I left the office and you begged me not to. I'm okay. And I went, oh, good. I can't wait to hear what this is. And she said she got on the road and her car was quite small. I believe she had something like akin to a VW Bug or something pretty small like that, maybe a small Toyota. And she said she got on the freeway and she was just passing a very large Peterbilt truck, you know, one of those gigantic ones with big trailers on the back. And she said something happened and her car got sucked onto the front of the truck and she said it was it happened so fast that she she had no control of it and she looked to her left and all she could see was the grill of that Peterbilt just a few inches from her face it was shoving her car along at 70 miles an hour on the interstate and the truck driver did not even know it took a number of trucks or cars around that truck to get the truck driver's attention, to get him to slow down and stop and and to get her out of there. But meanwhile, while she's speeding along with this truck, stuck to the front of this truck, she said, first thing she thought of was grounding. The next thing, grounding is connecting herself, her first chakra from the uh, first chakra to the center of the earth. That's something we teach. And then she said she was overcome with a feeling of great peace. And she knew that no matter what happened, she would be okay. In other words, she knew that if she was going to die in this very strange situation, that she would be okay. But thankfully, the angels were with her that day because I had prayed a little bit for her before she, as she left. Um, And I'm sure she had her own angels as well. And then um, all these cars and everything were signaling to this truck driver that something was wrong. So he pulled over, and even though her car was completely destroyed, she walked away only in shock, but without a scratch. So lots of things can happen, you know, on the road, unexpected things, and yet we're always going to be okay. Yeah, well, you know, we've seen, we've experienced, we've heard about so many miracles like that while on the road. And years ago, when I was directing the Psychic Institutes, I also taught some of the advanced classes that required me to drive quite a bit to the various cities in which I taught each week. I remember those years. (laughs) There was a couple of years where I clocked 4,000 miles a month on my car. So one of those weekly drives to one of the advanced classes in a different city required me to drive a little over an hour to that institute from my home and from my home office. And I had my beautiful Hawaiian blue 4x4 Chevy Silverado pickup truck. (laughs) Remember that one very well. And Well, I was just humming along the interstate one early evening. Uh, Traffic wasn't too bad or anything. And about halfway to my destination, I just, you know that feeling when you get, you're just nodding off, you know, like when you're watching the TV or something. Too late at night. Yeah. (laughs) And you just can't keep your eyes open. But this just hit me. I'm going from wide awake, not even tired. I had plenty of sleep the night before everything, and it was just a normal day. Uh, In fact, I was, I think before this happened, I was singing along to a country rock station. (laughs) Maybe you were singing on the road again. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And uh, then I just suddenly found myself nodding out completely like, and I'm going, oh, my God, I got to get off the road. So, um, uh, 
when this happens, it's, it wasn't completely a surprise because it happens once in a while, uh, hopefully usually when I'm not driving, but I knew this was someone calling me on a psychic level desperately for help. So I realized I got to get out of the freeway, and I found the next exit, found the place to get off. It's very dark by then, and I I found a what I thought at the time <laughs> a, a very safe place to park. There's no one else around. There's no traffic. It's all warehouses, industrial area. So huge warehouses, industrial buildings. Everything's closed for the night, and great. I'll just park right next to one of these warehouses. <laughs> so I parked, and the um, as soon as I did, I turned off the engine and everything, and I just keeled over on the bench seat of my uh, truck, and I was out. I was completely out. I don't know how long I was out, but um, I was very aware of being pulled out by someone, asking for help then suddenly everything's shaking and rumbling and there's this thundering rumble roar and uh and the uh some kind of bright light floods my awareness it's not one of those go to the light kind of light (laughs) it was definitely earthly light that was flooding my awareness and some kind of a deafening horn blast you know when you're way out deep asleep you don't have a clue what's going on (laughs) when you're coming back like that so suddenly but as I started to come back to the body instead of just lying around and going okay I'm coming back I just bolted up and turned on the ignition I wasn't even thinking just turned on the ignition stepped on the gas and I was out of there as I was going away I, I didn't have any idea where was I going, but I just stepped on the gas. And as my truck was moving forward the first few feet from where I was parked, this intense searchlight and thundering noise was just, it was completely taken over every sensory perception. Then I saw in the corner of my eye where this bright light was coming from. <laughs> it was coming right to the passenger side of my truck and I saw my truck missing the front end of a freight truck freight train freight train by about less than six inches and the poor engineer of that freight trains just holding on to the horn just trying to get me off of guess what the railroad tracks in this industrial area, the railroad tracks were were um, submerged, you know, so you, I couldn't feel it. It wasn't as if I'm going over bump, 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 bump. No, it was quite smooth. And it was right next to one of the warehouses. It was going by the warehouse. And I was parked perpendicular, exactly perpendicular to the railroad tracks. <laughs> so it would have just broadsided me I would have been a goner but I was able to move out of the way and I knew I had angels working overtime and double shifts I hope they got double pay (laughs) but but wait that's not the end of that miracle remember I always say that miracles are gifts that keep giving for a long time I drove the rest of my way to the to that class to teach that night. I got there amazingly on time, and but as I was entering the the uh, building, the institute building, one of my graduate students there assisting to run the evening classes and sessions, who just happened to be Raphael, <laughs> who I know as Raphael now, but several years before we even got together, she came to me to hand me a note from a hospital call with a message that one of the advanced students that was supposed to be in my class there that night was in emergency surgery as a result of having been in a head-on, very bad head-on collision with a drunk driver driving on the wrong side of the freeway or highway coming over a blind hilltop. 
So I immediately started the class and taught the students how to heal as a group, their fellow classmate in this situation. So we, we did an extensive reading of her and what's going on and uh, gave her a healing. And there's more to that story um, that we will continue after the first break. Um, But our first break is coming up right now, so I'd like to let you know that for those of you who have been wanting to learn much more from us, we now have the edited and mastered audio recordings of each one of our 28 teleclasses so far in our popular series, You Might Be More Psychic Than You Think, Developing Your Soul Abilities for Your Spiritual Growth and Fulfillment. They are available for purchase and downloading as MP3 audio files. You can pick and choose a particular topic to purchase, get a seven-class set on a particular theme, or get all four sets of 28 classes. The classes cover a wide range of your intuition and psychic abilities, what they are, how they work, how to apply them in your everyday life to further your spiritual growth, and so much more. Just call our office and talk to our wonderful assistant, Noelle, at 530-926-2650. Monday through Friday, normal business hours, Pacific time, or email your inquiry to info at gmail.com. If you'd like to wake up more to who you really are and fulfill your purpose, these classes will definitely help you. We'll return in a couple of minutes, and we'll get right back to Miracles on the Road. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Exploring the Enneagram with Dr. E is an amazing way to help you be you. Join host Dr. Deborah Egerton as she helps you to see how exploring the Enneagram helps you understand why you do the things you do. Understanding yourself can strengthen relationships, offer new perspectives, and help you live the life you were intended to live. You'll look at different aspects of your life in a whole new light. Exploring the Enneagram with Dr. E is broadcast live every Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Tune in every week for Inspired Chi Radio with A.J. Johnsack and Tracy Sanginetti. Do you sometimes feel like you have no direction? Every one of us is a soul with a body, not the other way around. Discover your talent and purpose. Tracy and AJ help you create your most authentic life and master your powerful, positive energy using modalities like hypnosis, tarot, and your own individual Akashic records. Join us live every Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time and 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Are you ready to face changes in your life? For many, that answer might be no, not yet, or never. Whether positive or negative, moving forward or stepping back, change is the one important constant in our life. Learn how to deal with change on A New You with host Liz Tupling. The show will help you move through personal transformation by providing a GPS, if you will, to guide you on the journey to your better self. Listen live Fridays at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, 7 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Empowerment. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Living the Miracle. Michael and Raphael would love to hear from you. Reach the show today by calling 1-888-346-9141. Again, that's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to livingthemiracleradio at gmail.com. Now back to Living the Miracle. Welcome back, everyone. For those times you find yourself on the road, our topic today has been all about miracles we have had while we're on the road, as well as having more of them when we're, guess what, on the road. Well, Michael was just... Again. (laughs) That's right, on the road again. Uh, Michael was talking about that amazing experience he had uh, when he was on his way to teach, where he 
got uh, pulled out and he had to pull over and he almost got run over by a train. (laughs) And when he got to the institute uh, to teach, um, he found out that one of our students had been in a very serious head-on crash. Michael, you want to continue that story? Yeah, so once we, I got to the uh, class and I had, it was a class of advanced clairvoyant students, about 40, 45 of them. And so it was a perfect opportunity to give a healing. So I, I had the group, the whole class was about giving this remote healing uh, on a classmate and they did a spectacular job. So we're, we're both reading the person and what's going on with her spiritually and what's happening in her injuries and, and the surgery and supporting uh, the surgery and the whole space and working on the energy. Well, so we do that for a good, you know, half, three quarters of the, the class time. It's a three-hour class. And then we go on with other things in the class. But just a mere three or four days later from the situation, the student who had been in the accident shows up in my main office, which is in the city, like an hour and you know, at least an hour and a quarter drive or more uh, away from uh, that other school. But where she lived at the time, it was probably more like a two hours drive or even more. So she drove, <laughs> I don't know what kind of car she <laughs> drove in because hers was, you demolished. know, t- demolished. And so uh, when she walked into the my office, I was completely surprised because she looked normal. She, I mean, she looked happy. She was smiling. She was bright. And... I had heard there was extensive damage, especially to her head and face and everything. She looked completely healthy and normal. And I couldn't see any obvious scars or stitches or anything. So I thought, wow, this is great. And so that alone was an amazing miracle as well. But she had me look at under her chin There's just this little, if I look carefully, there was just a little, you can tell there's a little scar, tiny. I had to look for it. So I I asked her, you know, gee, this is amazing. And I won't give you all the gory details of her original injury from the accident, but suffice it to say that when the paramedic came to tend to her on the roadside, he went pale, according to her, he went white and almost lost his dinner. That's how bad the injury was. And that's after she saw that, that was the last thing she was conscious for. Do you know what that means? It means when she was driving and she was on the correct side of the street, right, going up a very steep hill, about 65 miles an hour, and this drunk driver came right over the same side of the street, same side of the road on the you know, her side. A wrong way driver. Yeah, wrong way. And later on, he was arrested for drunk driving and everything. But he comes over. Well, she couldn't see that coming. So by the time she saw his headlights, it was a goner. I mean, it was just a fraction of an instant before they collided. And he's going about 70. So that's a major impact head on. Well, guess what? Her car, little car, the old car didn't have seatbelts. You know, back then, there were, that wasn't part of the deal. And so, of course, she doesn't have seatbelts. She said, on the moment of impact, she became like a missile, straight, headfirst, out the windshield, right? So she, her head cracks the windshield. Her whole body goes through the windshield. And she's flying like a rocket, like a missile through the air. And she said the moment she started going through the um, windshield, she had the presence of mind to, to go, Michael, I need help. And she said, instantly, I showed up as this big orange ball, 
and just carried her through her trajectory of flying through the air. And then she said she landed on the asphalt, on the pavement of the road, as if she was just brought down. No bashing, crashing, breaking bones, and, you know, she didn't even have road rash. Uh, she flew about a hundred, over a hundred feet, and before she crashed, you know, she landed. So that's um, that's what she experienced. She saw the whole thing. She was, she said, she was conscious of all that while she was flying through the air, and then she landed, and then she passed out for a little while, and then she came to as the paramedics started to examined her and saw his face looking at her face and she said oh this is not good (laughs) to herself and then she passed out again so that's all she knew until you know they rushed her into emergency surgery and apparently uh, what she later reported was that her surgeons were in total disbelief first how fast this very difficult operation, it was a very delicate, difficult operation on her face especially, went without any complications and with total ease. She said to the main surgeon, told her, he's never experienced any surgery like that. He said, it's as if somebody else had his hands and he just had to go along and everything just got done perfectly. And then... So, so the surgery was completed in less than half the time they expected it to take, providing there were no complications. Then her doctor couldn't believe that she recovered so fast on every level that he had to let her go home in about one-fourth the normal recovery time in the hospital. And that's why she ended up walking into my, driving for a couple hours walking into my office and saying, hey, thanks for the healing. <laughs> and this is why I didn't make it to class. <laughs> That's commitment. That's dedication to what she's learning and everything. But she was definitely changed, transformed by that miracle, that series of miracles. The whole thing was a miracle for her and as it was for me and as it was for all of the students who were in that class learning. Yes, we had one other incident that happened. Um, Actually, I was driving by myself, um, and I had my dog with me, and I was on this open highway, and I was driving right next to uh, an older man and his wife with uh, an RV, Um, and this was also in the 1980s, quite a long time ago, and I could see up ahead on the left side on the center divider was a big Mack truck and the guy was changing a tire back there and as I'm driving along suddenly I felt like something was about to happen and it did suddenly um, the driver lost control you know truck tires are quite large and he had been trying to put that tire on and it and it slipped out of his hand and started bouncing across the freeway and because I was a little bit I wasn't exactly side by side with the RV. I was a little bit behind. He was in the far right lane. I was in the middle lane. And the truck tire was coming from the far left lane. And it bounced, bunga, 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 across the freeway. And the first thing I thought of was I need to ground. And it rammed into the RV and knocked it up on his two right wheels. And um, I remember, and it was still going. It didn't roll over. It was still going on the two wheels. So I remember thinking about grounding. You know, we ground from the first chakra to the center of the earth. But they're, uh, grounding a vehicle is just imagining the edges of the vehicle and connecting it to the earth. And I imagined tugging one, two. And then I did the hardest tug I could. And it finally, the other the wheels came down. The other two wheels came down. And it sort of bounced along. And I came up to the side of him, and I I gave him the signal, are you okay? And he gave me the okay signal, and he and his wife pulled over, and and so I didn't need to stop to make sure they were all right. Yeah. Remembering the tools. And and the exact same thing, almost identical same thing, happened when we were driving. I was driving 
uh, our car and Raphael was in the passenger seat. We were behind uh, RV, very almost identical situation. And this, uh, you know, older couple, the man was driving, the woman was in the passenger seat of this RV. The same thing happened again. This tire, spare tire or whatever, comes bouncing across the freeway and the people in the RV before us, a couple before us, just tries to swerve to get out of the way and it tilts over and it's on two you know, on the right side tires only for a little bit. And Raphael, in that situation, she didn't go through all the steps or anything. She just said, no. <laughs> and then it kind of uh, wobbled for a while, the RV. And then I can see her. She's grounding the RV. And then, boom, it it falls back on all wheels and, and continues on. And... Uh, uh, Later on, they pulled over as soon as they could just to, I think, <laughs> find their space, find their space and, and gather themselves. And we just looked over and they, they uh, uh, were fine. So, so uh, the, when Raphael told her story from the 80s or wherever uh, with her dog and all that, it was the first time I heard that one. I, I thought uh, we were always talking about the one uh, – when we were driving together. So isn't that interesting how things like that happen? And there's been lots of other uh, stories, miraculous stories like that. It's almost identical of friends of ours have told us that, you know, at a particular situation, somebody sees something, a major accident or something about to happen, and they'll just go, no! And then, boom, suddenly... It's almost like being in a different reality. And that's what the miracle is. Mm-hmm. It's you pull out of, you're so much in the present, which is the eternal. You're in the eternal life of spirit when you're in the pre- total present that you get out of the time sequence of events that we normally think of as this is reality and this is how everything's supposed to work. And normally they do. But when you're out of that time sequence, and you have total clarity and certainty about something, boom, it just, things manifest that later on you look and think about it, and it doesn't make any sense. The only way we can describe it is it was a miracle. So those are ways, that's that's essentially the way miracles come about. It happens on a consciousness level, out of time, out of what we would call sequential events, it doesn't, it defies logic, it defies intellectual understanding, because no, it's supposed to go A, B, C, D, but with a miracle, it goes A, B, X, and then (laughs) it goes to another ABCD afterwards. Yeah, most certainly. Yeah, we had a friend of ours one time was in a car um, where uh, I believe she wasn't driving the car. She was a passenger in the car. And this is someone we knew who had quite a few interesting car incidences. But a car pulled out in front of them very, very fast, in, so fast that the, the driver couldn't even put on the brake. And she said, when that happened... Everything turned green, and her car went right through the other car. Oh, yeah. Um, and then came out the other side, and everything stopped turning green and was normal again. And in an instant like that, I think sometimes our angels work on the fact that we aren't supposed to die at a certain yep. time. It's not our time. <laughs> it's not our time, and um, these things can absolutely happen. All right, well, our second break is coming up, and we'll be teaching you our next live teleclass on your clairsentience, sorting out what you feel, on Saturday, March 21st, from 10 a.m. to noon Pacific time. Details are on our website at michaeltamora.com in the events calendar listing, and you can call our office to sign up at 1-530-926-926. 2650 530 926 2650 
and call during weekdays um, during the business hours specific time. When we return, we'll continue our exploration of Miracles on the Road. See you in a couple of minutes. Voice America is available on your Google connected device. Okay, Google, play Turning Hard Times into Good Times podcast on iHeartRadio. Try it today. Put something special into your weekend. Listen to Living Your Limitless Life with host Carol Deshane, the founder of Connect to Joy. You can transform your life with new ways of looking at joy, peace, freedom, and prosperity, as well as guided meditations and visualizations. It's time to break free from your limitations and create the best vision of your life. What better time than the weekend or right now on demand? Living Your Limitless Life can be heard Sundays at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and noon Eastern Time on Voice America Empowerment. Our thoughts and feelings not only affect our own lives, but the lives of everyone around us. Find new meanings of love, authentic expressions, and better connections with the people in your life. Tune in to Love Light with Dr. Jean Marie Farish. This program will feature guests and discuss ideas that will bring a better life to you. When you find this perspective on love, it will change everything. Listen live every Friday at 12 noon Eastern Time and 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Want to make positive changes in your life? Explore mindfulness with host Rusty Williams on Thinking Hypnotically, Living Mindfully. People from all walks of life use hypnosis and mindfulness to overcome problems and increase positivity. It's time to take back control of your own life and make it more productive. Tune in for Thinking Hypnotically, Living Mindfully, live every Wednesday morning at 10 a.m. Eastern Time and 7 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Living the Miracle. Michael and Raphael would love to hear from you. Reach the show today by calling 1-888-346-9141. Again, that's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to livingthemiracleradio at gmail.com. Now back to Living the Miracle. Great to have you back. We're exploring today the topic of miracles on the road. Well, we've had quite a few miracles on the road ourselves. And, you know, the thing is, when you're, the more you're on the road, the more chances are things are going to happen. And we know that if you know how to work with energy and set energy and do things correctly, you know, like putting on your safety belt, not speeding, not getting on the road when you're angry or totally upset about something, you know, that makes you a dangerous driver, no matter how much it feels good to, you know, stomp on that accelerator and so forth. And especially these days, you know, people are, I just notice, especially in bigger cities and everything, people are so stressed out and they're, they're so distracted distracted everything from well <laughs> it's, it's it's really not funny but i i did see this woman putting on makeup while looking at her cell phone and driving with with the steering wheel between her knees <laughs> I, oh my god <laughs> so, but you know so many people are texting they're, or even if they're not texting, they're constantly looking down at their cell phone, wherever it is, for whatever reason. And, and even, even when it beeps because the text comes in, you know, it takes a little attention to, from your driving. So it's, we're in a new environment on the road. So there's so much, there's so much more that goes on. And so much more that we have to be aware of. Yes. I mean, just the other day, I'm making a right turn. A very simple. You know, it's uh, intersect, major intersection, right turn. And as I'm making the right turn, this car 
shoots over from the wrong lane <laughs> uh, in the turn from the intersection across the intersection that's supposed to turn in the inner lane, go on the inner lane of this two-lane road. And instead of doing that, it just juts, crosses across the whole intersection in a, you know, angle slant because he wanted to get into the gas station. <laughs> almost, I almost got broadsided. Um, it was an amazing, that was a miracle that the car didn't, we didn't crash. And because I was, and the other part of the miracle, and later on I was looking at what was going on on that corner. And there was a young kid, a boy, who was completely absorbed in trying to do some uh, skateboard tricks. And so he wasn't paying attention to traffic. He, he was on the sidewalk in the corner right by the entrance to this gas station. So he was doing this flip of his uh, skateboard over and over. And so that's what I was looking at when this guy comes jutting over. And so I was in between the kid and this guy. And, of course, this guy had the screech on. He's honking and screaming at me. <laughs> <laughs> like I was in his way. <laughs> and it was it was quite an experience. But nobody got hurt. We didn't get into a you know crash. And I was very aware. So much on an energy level, there was angels, everything was protected. And it wasn't just because, you know, I was extra careful in that situation. Doesn't matter how careful I was. This guy was coming right for me. <laughs> so if he didn't swerve and stop in time, it would have been uh, a mess. So these things happen on the road. This is just a regular, I was just running an errand. And, and what do you do to have these miracles, or what you might call miracles, that not only save you from disaster, but makes the travel makes being on the road a much more joyful experience, right? So that's two parts to the miracle. One kind of miracle most people are, you know, uh, aware of is some dramatic rescue, some dramatic thing where you should have died or you should have been in an accident, but or you were in an accident and you should have been seriously injured, but you weren't. You walk away from it. These kinds of dramatic uh, miracles, most people would recognize it. You know, whoa, that was a miracle. No way could that have happened otherwise. But then there's the more positive aspects of miracles where it's, it doesn't involve a catastrophe or yes. disaster or, or an accident. It just lifts you up to a whole new vibration, a whole new level of living in joy celebrating life as a joyous experience rather than, okay, you know, we've been sent to hell here. <laughs> life is hard and then you die. What do we have look forward to look forward to? Things like that. So the miracle lifts you up to a new state of joy. And appreciation. An appreciation of, wait a minute, how come we're not living like that all the time. Well, we can. It, it takes practice, but we can. And anytime Raphael and I together or individually set out on the road, what are we the thing? What, what do we practice? What do we do? One of the things we do is what I talked about earlier is we ground our car. That's one of the most important things is to take a moment and ground the car. And, of course, I love to work with Archangel Michael on the road or wherever I'm traveling. Um, he always travels with us. And um, to remind me if I'm getting to go too fast or to let me know when there's police around to, to be extra cautious and that sort of thing. Um, I like to share a quickie story about my something that my sister told me once. She also practices these tools quite a bit. And at the time she was, I believe, living in Detroit. It might have been Chicago, but I'm pretty sure it was Detroit. And everybody drives fast in Detroit. It's the Motor City after all. 
Motown. <laughs> yes, and she had learned grounding her car, and it was a rather sleety, um, not good weather day. So not good weather is one of the things that you run into on the road. And so she decided, you know, I'm going to ground my myself first, and I'm going to ground my car. And she gets on the road um, to go to work or wherever it was she was going, and she said the most the strangest thing happened. She said she was driving along at probably seventy miles an hour, sixty-five, and or whatever the speed was in that in the weather. And she said in front of her, one car lost it and spun out. And she said all these other cars started spinning and sliding and slipping. And she said it was the strangest thing. She. She, of course, put on her brake, and she started sliding, too. I guess there was a, a maybe a little black ice on the road. But she said she just rode straight, and all these cars were slipping and sliding and, and twirling and whirling around her, and not one car touched her car. And then about 10 seconds later, she was out of it and able to get on her way. And she looked in her rearview mirror, and she said it was a mess of cars that hit most most of the cars hit each other um but she said none of them hit her so that's a real good uh story in a testament to just grounding yourself but you can also ground the road and also i have a uh long long years and years ago i had a beginning student who's learning some of these things the tools and he was very very uh, upset coming in asked to talk to me and he said you know I had this vision clear as clearer than the day you know it's just so vivid so real so absolute clarity that he was riding his motorcycle that he owned at that time and he was going around this curve on a particular freeway and uh uh he, he goes there every, he commutes and goes there all the time on his motorcycle every morning and afternoon. But this was on the way to work and he, he sees this whole accident unfolding where he, uh, the truck in front of him swerves and hits the front wheel of his motorcycle. He goes flying off up into the air quite a few feet and then he comes crashing down and gets killed. And he was horrified. He was very So afraid. this was a dream he had? Yeah, this was a vision he had during meditation. Oh, okay. And then, so he asked me what to do about it. So we worked, I worked with him for a while. And the part of the grounding that Raphael is talking about is one thing. But I also had him find his own space just to be centered in his, the center of his head, aware. And then I asked him, some questions because that's what I was seeing in him. Part of what this was bringing about, this was giving him the miracle was he had a chance to undo what he's created before in his life. And when I looked back at it, I saw it was during uh, uh, late teens to early 20s. He was very unhappy, angry person. And so I said, well, you know, for s- several years, you wanted to die. You want, you just were sick and tired of being here. You wanted to die. And he said, oh, that. And when I reminded him, he, uh, he said, yes, absolutely. For several years, almost every day, I thought, just God, take me out of here. I, I, I'm done. I, I can't stand it. And then he says, but that's. That's long gone. That's not who I am anymore. He says, I am so happy. I'm the happiest I've ever been. You know, she, he had this great relationship. He had, they had a new house. They were thinking of building a family, all kinds of stuff. He was, and he had a great job. Everything was going great. He says, I don't want to lose this. I, I want to keep this going. So I had him go into meditation and Retrieve all the decisions he made, all those times, I want to die, get me out of here, all this, this, I hate this stuff. And all I had him do was create an image of a rose and put all those images and all those decisions he made in the past, still stuck in his mind, into the rose. And I said, are you done with all that? 
He said, absolutely, total certainty, I'm completely done. He blows, blows it all up, and he goes, oh, the fear is gone. I feel like it's going to be okay. He walks out. Three days later, he calls. He says, I got to talk to you. He comes in. He's jumping up and down. Oh, when he called, he was jumping up and down, and he said, the accident happened exactly the way my vision showed me, but I'm here. I ran down off of the freeway to find a phone booth, and I'm calling you right now. This was before cell phones, obviously. <laughs> and he says, I have to go back and finish with the police officer and everybody. They, they gave me you know, uh, 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 this time to come talk to you, and, and then uh, I'm okay. Not a scratch. And he told me the, in all the details of that story later on, but it was absolute total miracle. He landed on his motorcycle skidding, you know, at a 65, 70 miles an hour on the freeway sideways with pieces of his motorcycle ripping off, tearing up, sparks going all over the place. He lands sitting on his motorcycle like somebody just put him there. And he said, Trucks were spinning out, cars were spinning out, crashing into each other all around him, just kind of like Raphael's sister story. And he just goes through like angels were taking taking him right through the middle. Not a scratch, not a bruise. His motorcycle was completely in pieces, nuts and bolts. (laughs) So that's quite a miracle. But he prepared himself. He reset his energy and his whole what was going to happen didn't happen in that way. The end result changed his life. Most certainly. So next time you make a wrong turn and end up going around the block three or four times, don't be upset because sometimes you're being shown not to be somewhere for a moment because something would have happened otherwise. Well, we're coming to the end of our show, and we're so glad that you joined us today. And we're looking forward to seeing you again next week for our show, Miracles at Sea. We hope that you are gaining new insights and understanding about miracles as well as learning how to have them more. Make sure to check our website events listing for the upcoming months for all of our events. If you're not receiving our monthly free e-newsletter, just go to our website, michaeltamora.com. And you can sign up on the right side of the page on your computer or scroll down toward the bottom of the page on your smart devices. Until then, be inspired, use your imagination, and follow your intuition joyfully. This is Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamora. We will see you again next week. We appreciate your joining us today. Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamura can be heard live every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Until we talk again next week, remember to wake up to who you are. It's your purpose here on Earth. <laughs>